Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. All right, let's go to the live wire. Here's a new edition with Josh Fiddy Marlowe. Live wire connect. All right, it feels good to be back. Shropping it like it's hot. It wasn't too bad, but uh, it wasn't, it isn't the live wire. And we usually start with local sound. And we're going to get to some Dave Canales sound in just a minute. But we got to revisit Dan Campbell's fourth down aggressiveness and analytics because I got, time. I got hushed out and I've got thoughts. Well, after hmm. he lost the NFC title game last night, the head coach of the Lions says he didn't regret going for it on fourth down. Yeah, I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and and not letting them play long ball. Um, you know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. Um, and I wanted to get the upper hand back, um, you know, and it's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. Um, I get that. But I don't regret those decisions. So, Walker, when you when you revisit what you said back in the second segment, mm-hmm. you, you thought that it made absolutely sense for him to go forward. You could almost question him kicking the field goal at the end of the first half. That's right. As opposed to going for the touchdown. I, I want you to know I mean this in the most nicest way possible. The most nicest. It's it's the worst a take you've you've ever had. Think about this. San Francisco kicked a field goal coming out of the half. So if you kick a field goal on your next drive, they don't have the upper hand. You've stalled the momentum. It's still three to three. Had they scored a touchdown, maybe it makes more sense because now it's 24 to 14. But it was 24 to 10. You kick the field goal, you make it a three-possession game once again, as opposed to it being a two-possession game to keep it a two-possession game. He said they bleed the clock. That's what they do. Doesn't it make more sense to get the points when you can then? Because well, you had control over it. But, like, here's my thing. I, I, I Look, I know that you are who you are, and you do what you do when you get yourself there. Baseball and football are the two sports that change the most in the postseason. It's a different game. How does, foo- I just, how does football change? Less possessions. There's, on average, two less possessions per side in a playoff game. So go ahead and get your points while you have the chance. Yeah, but whenever you're whenever you, you whenever you're in that situation, and yes, on the road, yes, my conservative butt, I'm taking points because I'm making it a three-possession game. Wes, if you could answer this honestly, mm-hmm. if the game's 27-10, you think you win the game. If the game's 27-10. It was so early in the game, football so situational, I would say it makes it look more insurmountable. Yeah. And I feel like the message he sent his defense was, I don't trust you. And their defense up to that point had played its tail off, was holding up in the back end, which was where all the concerns with Detroit going into the game anyway. And I just, at some point, these coaches, even as analytically driven as they are have got to start coaching and managing games with their gut and not with numbers because i don't think i don't think his gut told him to go for it i think the math told him to go for it i may be wrong but it 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 single-handedly cost this team the game um yeah i mean that's rich I, i look at it like this like i said 
with the momentum they had, I think that played into him calling it and the fact that that's their M.O. But the momentum that they had offensively, San Francisco was having no luck stopping them like that. I didn't blame him for going for it on those fourth downs. I thought that they should. I'm like, hell, if that was my team, I'd want them to the way that they're dominating right now. And when you look at the first one, that kind of set everything into motion, the fourth and two that Reynolds dropped. The play was executed. The players didn't finish the play. They didn't make their coach right. It's not like nothing was there and Bosa just killed the tackle and got back there and got a sack force fumble or something like that. The blocking was there. Golf stepped up, threw a very catchable pass. Josh Reynolds didn't catch it. They called the correct play into the correct defense. The players did not execute that one. But, and then, you know, the, for the field goal argument, again, like I said, yes, more times than not, they're going to make it. But there's also a chance that he misses the kick or he gets blocked. San Francisco missed kicks, had kicks blocked. That happens. If that happens, then the narrative turns around on him to where the players, because I'm saying even the defensive players would have been saying, Coach, we're killing them. Why are we not going for this? This is what we do. We'll get a stop if you don't make it. So I just think he was in a situation you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But like I said, I commend him for going out on his sword. And the last thing I'll say is, like, I compared it to where, let's just say in the game that Shanahan gets inside the five and throws it four times. I would have been livid right. because I'm like, you know you hand the ball to McCaffrey. Why are you switching up now? So that's what I likened it to. Well, and, and look, we're just going to go ahead and skip the other sound bites because this is going to be a conversation again, which is fine. <laughs> but here you are bringing up fewer possessions, right? That's yeah. how it's different. Why is that? Because teams continue to go for it on fourth down because they realize how much of a premium touchdowns are compared to field goals. And so if the other team holds on to the ball longer because they're going after touchdowns and they're getting these fourth down conversion attempts and they're successful on them, then that means they're on their way to score a touchdown. And now when you get the ball back after they just bled the clock a little bit longer, what do you have to do? You got to go get a touchdown. I don't see anybody giving Kansas city or even Baltimore credit when they went for it on fourth, Baltimore went for it on their own 34. Oh, didn't Kansas City go for it on fourth in the first half when they should have kicked the field goal? Because well, they because did. They went for it on fourth down and got a touchdown yeah, because on, of on it. on that one drive. And then but another why are we dri- giving it credit? That's my point. Like, that, it, at a game where Kansas City scored 17, and they scored seven because they went for it on fourth down instead of just settling for a Harrison Butker field goal. I could see the narrative now. Harrison is one of the most clutch kickers in the postseason that we've ever seen. You should have just settled for the field goal, but instead, but no, Kansas City got a touchdown because they went for it and they were aggressive and because touchdowns are a premium against the best teams in the NFL, such as the teams that are playing in conference championship weekend. I, I just, like, as I... My bad. When you trust defenses too, like, this is the other thing that is, it's backwards. Like, the whole trust your defense thing is absolutely backwards. If you trust your defense, then you trust that they're going to be able to perform on a shorter field. Because if you turn it over, if you don't get the fourth down, then that's putting your defense in a harder situation. But you trust them by putting them in in that harder situation. So the whole trusting the defense thing, it quite literally is the opposite of how we talk about it right now. Yeah, I mean, look, if if the game was a shootout and it felt like you had to chase points... No one's going to argue with it. Well, nobody was stopping. They weren't stopping San Fran. It was 24 24 to 10. 
in the second half, yeah. San Fran was running all over them, and Brock Purdy. They had one of- drive. They, their first drive, they went down, kicked the field goal. If you match the field goal, guess what? It's still the same halftime margin. And as and as Wes said, you're at that point in the middle of the third quarter. You maybe at most have two to three possessions less. The math. The math would then tell you it was hard for them to overcome a 17-point deficit than a 14-point deficit because you're, because or Sam, 24. Or well, they did overcome yeah. a 17-point well, they did. deficit. They did. Yeah, well, they, well, they did. could have just gone for it at the end of the first half and then think about how hard it is to overcome a 21-point deficit. see, that deficit. was a call that I thought would have been really Woo. tricky because I thought they tried to run it, which had been so successful in the first half, and the 49ers stopped it. And they were hot. And then, but I said fourth down, that would have been a very hard play because I think that Jared Goff is not mobile, so then you can just rush for a drop seven. Seven guys is hard to throw into in the end zone. Maybe he gets it, maybe he doesn't, but I think he really would have been raked over the coals if they didn't get any points before half. San Francisco goes in with momentum, feeling good, because that's the thing, and, and to Fiddy's point where if you do kick the field goal, you make it, or but the fourth downs. Those fourth downs, if he converts those, that's deflating for that San Francisco oh, defense. Yeah. And then, like you said, more than likely you score a touchdown because the defense just starts to become hopeless. I just don't know if the risk is worth the reward. And, and, and I guess uh, maybe we play this in, in the next break because I have a, a cut of Canales talking about how important analytics are in play calling. As a football fan, like with baseball, I've accepted the fact that analytics – run two-thirds of the teams. It's a part of the game. Football's going that way. As a football fan, are you okay with math and equations and numbers dictating what the decisions your coaches make every Sunday? But see, I think Campbell likes that. When you listen to him talk, that's the MO of this team. Campbell's like, we're walking in here beating our drum, telling you we're going to beat you behind, we're going to let you know about it, and we're going to do it. And one of the ways that they do it is going forward on fourth down because I think that he is the one of the ultimate player coaches in the league. He really believes in his guys. That's why you do it. And he really believes in his defense. I think it's not uh, to that point about him not trusting his defense. I think he's saying we're going to go for it on fourth down because we're going to stop you if we don't make it. And last thing I said, Walker, before you go, Biddy, I know you. If the Lions win that game and they convert those fourth downs, you are calling this man the next thing. You're calling him the greatest thing since fire was invented. If they win this game and they convert (laughs) two of those third, uh, fourth downs, you're like, oh, my God, the ball's on that guy. Wes, if if you want me to, I can get Maul on the phone, (laughs) and she she can confirm that I was yelling at the TV Kick the field goal. I'm sure, but if he would have went no. for it and got, if he would have gotten those fourth downs, knowing you, you would have been calling him the greatest coach since y- Belichick. Y- yesterday, McCarthy's analytics made more sense than Dan Campbell's. No, they did not. Now I know you're tripping. I don't know what you had at Mama's house yesterday. Oh, it was something that messed up with your brain. I had a fried hamburger, and it was, oh, it was so good. Nothing like a good skillet. This good is hamburger. Go ahead. my last thing here <laughs> is this is the weird part about where analytics are in this topic of conversation and how we fight for or against it. Dan Campbell, the ultimate man's man, not afraid of anything. <laughs> he needs to be conservative. And bring out the punter or the kicker more often because they shouldn't go for it. When in fact, he is putting so much trust in his players, but also he's being aggressive. It is 
Plus, did they just go 12-5 and five and make it to the conference championship game with the way that they played? So even if you wanted to say that there's a different brand of football, didn't they just win the previous game playing the brand of football that they played all year long? No, because they weren't up 14 on the road having to make that type of decision. It's different. T- tell me, I would like to know how. Like, seriously, because if, 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 we're, if we're trying to make a field goal, right, if, like, field goal is the answer, and we're saying that San Francisco comes back from a 17-point deficit, and you should have just taken the points, even though they did at the end of the first half, but we don't have a problem with that. Like, I just, nothing is consistent. It's not consistent. We're not we're not giving other teams that have gone for it praise when they actually do make these decisions and then they get it. No, because analytics in football, you have a 16, 17 game sample size. Makes I sense. Know, sample and then, and then it, it's different in a one-off elimination game. 